0: here's what's coming up today on the prove me wrong podcast um, public service announcement if you meet someone and your gut tells you they're bad they're, they're bad. bad all right don't try to entertain m- that. rationalize oh i'm just i'm just being irrational they're bad your yeah. gut is almost never wrong if you feel if you meet somebody and they feel weird to you they're weird
1: Better safe. move on
0: And welcome back to the Prove Me Wrong podcast, everyone. It's a paranormal week. Pete, Christina, and the Princess are here today. Once again, we are following up on our paranormal experiences, paranormal stories. We have had quite a few of these. We've had some really good feedback from the listeners. I told some stories from a couple of the Facebook groups that I am a member of, shared some stories from individuals who put it online there, who I talked to and and were okay with me sharing their stories. i thought it was a great episode personally uh there was some stuff that legitimately scared the crap out of me it was the middle of the day when we when we had the show so i I had a couple more so because this is really kind of taken a life of its own at this point which is great that's kind of what we were looking for we were looking to to have a forum where people could share their experiences we could put them online and uh, maybe eventually even have some people on the show live and, and tell us their story so taken from the our old Haunted House Facebook page, it was one of the Facebook pages that I mentioned in the previous show, we're just going to get right into it. Or should I say actually first, say hello, Christina.
1: Hello.
2: Hey. Yeah, my, it's my, me.
0: My two ladies are here again.
2: Uh, I'm fine right? with being a wingman.
0: Oh, nice. You don't mind, huh? I don't. You're disposed with all those social norms. to do with care. that. I appreciate it.
2: Yeah, I mean. It is what it is, right? We have short right? right? hair, doesn't I
1: mean, matter to us. It is oh, what it what's is. that mean? So what? We have short hair. Yeah, it doesn't matter. People call You're already hair. an
0: outcast in the South. Right, the, it is true. Hair.
1: It is true. We are outcasted here in the South.
0: That's right. So the first story then comes from Jay Wilkinson. It's our old haunted house Facebook page. And Jay writes, So eight years ago, I moved back to Salt Lake City, Utah mm. from San Francisco. My hobby is restoring old homes, so I bought a 1914 bungalow in historic avenues. The house felt very cheery but the basement was sort of slightly creepy, but seemed normal. I kept my vintage guitar and amplifier downstairs in the basement next to the old coal chute. Mm -hmm. Very late in the evening, after getting home from hanging out with friends, I'd play the guitar. On several occasions, I got a foul odor. Initially, I was concerned it was black mold or something, so I would try and scout it out. Then on the fourth or fifth time, it hit me suddenly that it was something else. At this point, I could tell it was a presence, and the smell would travel around in a person sized mass. I could tell when it entered the room, if it was next to me, or if it was in the corner. If I stepped into the place where I thought it was, I could smell it strongly, and my skin would get electric. Ooh. Right? Mm-hmm. The smell or presence would always stay in the basement in that one particular room. Then one day, after grabbing a tool from the basement, the smell hit me in the middle of the kitchen. That frightened me, and I mentioned it to some friends, who were fascinated about the whole thing at the time. Beyond this, it always seemed to stay in the basement. So, initially we had some foul odors in the basement, Mm -hmm. and they started to travel. Mm -hmm. I just lived with the occurrences for a year or two, with no real issue. Then I met my wife, and we got engaged six months later. She moved in. At this point, I hadn't mentioned anything about the basement. One day, I ran into the hardware store while she moved her things out of boxes in the basement. I came home and heard her talking to someone downstairs. Oh, my God. I thought maybe she was talking to her mom on the phone. Once downstairs, I saw she didn't have her phone. I asked who she was talking to. She replied, I think there's a ghost down here.
2: (laughs) I love her. (laughs) Very matter of fact. I love her. Right?
0: Yeah, no big deal. I asked how she knew that. She said it smelled foul and she could just tell. My wife is very spiritual while I am very logical. I told her I believed her and she was correct. She felt she needed to let the presence know she was moving in. So, fiancé... Introduced introduced herself. Fiancé introduces herself. That's precious. Right? (laughs) She understands Mm -hmm. the etiquette. She
2: understands the gravity of the situation. Right. This, so like, oh, this could
0: go bad. She uh-huh. realized that this, this may go bad soon.
2: Right. If I don't say, hey, this is my name. I'm moving in. Please don't do anything. And I,
0: you know what? And quite honestly, I, I feel like that has happened to me in the past. I think Christina feels like it's happened to her in the past. Yep. Mm-hmm. You move into a place or you enter a building and you feel weird energy. And I know I, I've caught myself. I don't necessarily. I haven't done it out loud vocally because I don't. It seems odd to me that I would have to speak vocally to something that has no physical mass so I do it mentally but I do say very clearly mentally this is my house I know I know I've done it here I've Mm -hmm. been in the bedroom and and um,
1: yeah we first moved in it It was weird
0: when we first moved in our bedroom we have a, a master bath and it's an enormous bathroom and it gets really dark in there at night and the first couple times we slept in there uh, not in the bathroom. Not in the bathroom. <laughs> First couple times we slept in our bedroom, the bathroom door was open. And, man, it was an odd, awkward feeling coming out of the room to the point where I could not sleep with my back to it. Always. I had to turn and sleep facing the open doorway. And then eventually I just closed the door. And, and, and so we closed the door every night because it's so dark in there. And it makes all kinds of weird
1: noises, right? It does.
0: Every night makes weird noises. It always
1: sounds like the mirror has cracked and
2: broke. Yes. Fall into the floor, and you go in, and there's nothing. Really? There's nothing going on. Yeah, every night. Every night. Every night. Every (laughs) night.
0: And well, you know what? I'm
2: not aware of this. I live here.
0: (laughs) I'm telling you. Well, we didn't. Every night. There's no need for you you to know that. Sick. I'll be honest with you, though. Uh, In my rational mind, I've rationalized that as that mirror is mounted to a outward-facing wall. Mm -hmm. It's not an interior wall. It's an outward wall. We live in Florida. Mm -hmm. The house collects heat every day. So all day long, the house is heating. Expanding. Expanding. Every night, the house is contracting. It's it's releasing that heat. I've always looked at that, and I still do. In my logical brain, I'm saying that this is the house moving. The house is contracting. The house is shrinking back because it has swelled up from the heat. But it's still off-putting. I mean, it's still... It feels is. weird because it it's mostly weird.
1: just our bedroom and bathroom yes. like you don't really hear those sounds uh-uh no anywhere, anywhere else. else in the house anywhere else no. even when it's late at night i mean I'd be sit, i'll would be. sit in the living room until you know one or two in the morning i don't hear anything like i hear in our bedroom
2: either
0: yeah, our bedroom makes a lot of pops and buzzes yep and, and makes a lot of noises we'll, we'll be sitting in our, sleeping in our bedroom at night and the walls pop all over the place yep. there's all kinds of random ass noises
1: i told you i felt like somebody sat on our bed and yeah. I thought... Because I had thought the dog got in the bed with me. And I was going to tell her to go back into her, her bed. And she, there was nobody there. Nothing. That's happened to me. In this house? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because I, I knew it wasn't the dog, obviously. Because, like, my bed's really, really tall. I oh, so you felt
0: it. Oh, so you thought it was the current bed.
2: Yeah. I can I always think, like, oh, my God. Oh, love that. And I have a lot, a lot of pillows on my bed. Like, mm-hmm. a ton. So it's I like, like to think in my brain that maybe it's a pillow that shifted Mm -hmm. because i move or something or like a stuffed animal that maybe just moved fell off it was in a precarious position or something
1: right
2: i don't think that's what it is because it's very obvious it feels like a dog it mm-hmm. does feel like a dog, like an animal.
1: Yeah, it feels like a dog sits, gets up on the and bed. And I,
2: I lay on my side, and I have my, my knees bent, right? So yeah. there's the space right where your exactly knees are. Exactly where a dog would lay down. Right where a dog would lay, and that's where I feel it. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, I so, have the same but thing. Move. But I
1: almost want to – I mean, we did put to sleep two, two cats in this house. Right. Oh, yeah. And that's exactly where those cats always yeah, used to lay. Yeah,
2: that's what – I forget about that.
0: Well, let me ask you this. Were, were, were you fully awake – when you have oh, this yeah. experience.
2: I, ha- I'm a- I have insomnia. So I don't sleep very well. That's and accurate. She does. If I do sleep, I get woken up extremely easily. That's why I have to sleep with something over my head so I don't hear.
0: Because I was just wondering. Because I know a lot of times when people are right in mm-hmm, that gray mm-hmm. in that gray zone. It happens to me about. all the time. When you're right in that gray zone. No, yeah. And you manifest Things that are your brain starts going really weird, right? Mm-hmm. At, at that point, right at that point, if you could actually capture, or if there was some type of television that could you know, lock into your brain waves at that moment and just show people what you were thinking, because it gets weird in there. Mm-hmm. I, at least in my brain, mm-hmm. it gets really weird right there at the edge. Mm-hmm. And then I st- and that's when you start punching stuff in the air you're and you like start jumping, and kicking, and your body's and, and, you, and you feel like, 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 like you're falling, falling and you're mm-hmm. and you're moving. It's right there. Yeah. Uh, So I could see if you were right on the edge of sleep.
2: Me too. But I was on my phone. Like I was completely
1: awake. Same with me. I was completely awake. I was totally playing a game on my phone. just happened to be
2: like this on my bed and just kind of felt something. Almost be like moving over, like get up on the bed and move over to that area. Right. I I was more just like, okay, I'm going to pretend like it didn't happen kind of thing. Like I wasn't scared.
1: It's happened to me like three times. I was
2: only scared Mm. for a second until I realized that there wasn't anything there. And I was like, okay, cool. Because it, it would be scarier if there was something there to me. If I feel things and there's nothing to be seen, that's so much better than <laughs> if there is. Than if you
0: look down and there's eyeballs looking at oh, you? Oh,
2: my God. Actually, I don't even think I
1: would be afraid if I looked down and saw our cat. Like one of I our old cats. I would think like, I would be, oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd, you'd probably That cat it. would
2: be across the room <laughs> so fast. That cat would no longer be in my e bed. E for everyone. <laughs> e for everyone. My hands are Your rated Your hands and e. feet
0: are rated E. E
2: okay that even if it was my cat clearly right but i wouldn't be able to register that, cat that loved you oh yeah i wouldn't be able to register that before they were off my bed and over in the <laughs> corner okay
0: and that happened to me in real life so i get <laughs> I, I mean i know what you're saying because
2: it's kind of scary because you, you forget
0: it's a it's a knee-jerk re- literally a knee-jerk reaction and all of a sudden the cat's flying right, across and the room
2: cats are quiet they don't yes. tell you that they're coming they're up they're silent assassins dogs <laughs> you can hear you can totally hear a dog coming up Stella clicks on the floor. She's got her nails. Right. She breathes all heavy. Her. Yeah, she occasionally just makes noises. She's right. She's not careful about getting up on you oh, either. Gosh, She'll no. jump on you right. if
1: necessary.
0: I mean, cats are silent assassins. They yeah. will. They are just sneaky. What if we have ghosty
1: cats here? Well, what if we do have? I mean, cats? those things haven't. Those things didn't happen to me when we first moved in here. No. They happened to me pretty recent, like me maybe do. like in the
2: last year. Hmm. Me do. Hmm. What question. Might happen like really recently. Like extremely recent. Like maybe like 2 weeks ago kind of yeah. recently.
1: Yeah.
0: That's 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 Mine interesting. Mine happened
1: within the last
2: 6 months. Yeah. But, uh, uh.
0: but to circle back around, I had to say kind of in my mind, I said it very strongly for the bathroom. I I said to no one in particular, this is my house now. I live here. Uh, it's time for you to go. I mean and honestly, I just just to make sure, it's time for you to go.
1: But I don't believe that the uh, wife was saying you got to go. I think she was just right. introducing herself. Right. I think she
0: was, she was more saying, uh, introducing. I was more saying, this is my space. Right. This is no longer your space. Right. A back up. Uh, um, yes. Doesn't
1: seem like anybody said this here. She was right. just Sounds introducing herself. Yes.
0: Exactly. So back to Jay. So my wife and I lived with the occasional smell for a month or so. Then one day we started fighting. Mm. We bicker from time to time, but we don't fight. Not like this. When we would fight, the whole house would start to stink so bad we would have to leave. This would happen once or twice a month. We started calling the presence Charlie as we both independently guessed that was his name. We knew it was a male energy. I came to find out from our neighbors that the prior owners of the house used to fight so bad they got nicknamed the Bickersons. This struck me as strangely similar, so I called a clairvoyant to give us insight into the issue the clairvoyant came to the house and mentioned the basement she said it was a male energy from the early 1900s named Charles that oh, they
1: nailed that right mm-hmm.
0: that when alive spent many hours in the basement next to the coal stove keeping warm with his daughter during the harsh winters Aww. she said he was not malicious but his focus was on me the man of the house and he was trying to get me to leave I gather he wanted his house back I put a lot of money into restoring the house and was concerned about why he wanted someone who cared about the house to leave. She said, I just needed to talk to him. This confused me because I had no idea how to do that. She said plainly, just talk to him like you would talk to any other person. She left, and we went on with our lives for another six months. Let me just stop real quick right there in that part of the story and say, do you think, because part of his story was saying that they got into a fight, and when they started to really get into a fight, the entire house started to smell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the smell began as a reaction to the fight or the smell caused the fight?
2: Okay, so I, as soon as you said that the, the people before were fighting, I immediately thought he did that. He's manifesting Because he's it. trying to get them to break up so that somebody would leave. Mm-hmm. And so that either that it could be his house or that he just likes women more because he had a daughter. Could be. That's what it sounded like to me. So right. He had a daughter, so he likes women more than he likes men. He doesn't really trust them. Is what it sounds like to me.
0: You know that that's that's kind of where I was. What I was thinking as well is that I don't necessarily know that he. W- it could have been either way. Maybe maybe he, he maybe he felt bad about the way that he and his wife fought. And maybe this, it's his way of stopping it. Maybe it was his way of saying enough of this. This doesn't lead anywhere good. Mm-hmm. This is what happened to me my whole life. And this was his—the uh, only way he could manifest enough mm-hmm. to drive them out. I don't want to—I don't want to be a part of this. But drive I, them out of the
1: house. they don't Actually, necessarily say that uh, he was part of—that he was the Bickersons. It was just the the that lived there before.
2: Yeah. They
0: said it was him. Him and it was, it was him and his wife. They fought so much they were called the Bickersons.
1: No. No.
2: No, the people that lived. I there came before. to find out
1: from the neighbors, the prior owners of the house, the clairvoyant said oh. that was Charles from the 1900s. So I don't really think just giving the time per- period that that's the thing. So, so I think he caused fighting with the other, the Bickersons. Oh, so you think yeah, that's that what Charles? I said. Oh, yeah, well, I, I, think I misunderstood what you were saying. So
0: I misunderstood. So you're saying that Charles from 1900s.
2: Caused the last Created owners. the Bickersons. Created the Bickersons. Yes. Okay. Caused the last owners and
0: so you're saying down. that he's also created he's Bickersons doing it, Part Two. Yeah, he's doing it again. This is his way of breaking them up to and, get and getting his, them out of his house. Right. So, okay. So I, I, yeah, I did not can make that connection. That's good. So no, 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 that, that makes total sense to me. Right. <laughs> I mean, the, the medium didn't mention whether or not there was a Mrs. Charles. That it was no. just more him and his daughter. Right. Spending time in the in the basement trying to keep warm. Oh, okay. Well, that definitely. Adds yeah. a different light to it because I read it completely different. Back to Jay. Then one day my wife and I are fighting and the whole house starts to smell. Being fed up, I marched downstairs with a candle and some matches. My wife followed me to the basement room where it all started. I began talking out loud to the empty room. I mentioned how I cared for the house as much as he did. I made a deal with him that if he would protect the house on his side, I would protect it on my side. I told him the candle represented the house and that the two matches were our two families, coming together to protect the house. I then light the candle with the two matches. The room then became incredibly electric and buzzed with a flurry of energy that was palpable.
2: It's electric.
0: After buzzing very strongly for a minute or so, it dissipated slowly and became warm and pleasant. My wife and I looked at each other as we had both experienced the same sensations. After that experience, we never fought or smelt the foul odor again. Charlie's presence was no longer presented itself in the way that it had. He left us in peace for the next two years until we moved out and onto our next restoration six blocks away. Mm. We still have an extreme fondness for that little bungalow and wonder if the new owners have met Charlie yet. Sounds like he worked it out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I would be interested to see if, if the new owners have met Charlie or if Charlie was appropriately satisfied and said Mm -hmm. okay and then that was kind of the end of charlie
1: maybe charlie didn't even realize charlie was dead until he realized he had to protect it on his own side
0: maybe we had the others going on again the other situation Mm
1: -hmm. he's like oh wait
0: and all charlie hears is in his universe is hears yelling and screaming and talking and it upsets him and and well
2: yeah because could you imagine if you were in a house right and all of a sudden you just heard yelling and screaming and like talking and you and, lived there with your daughter right. and there was no one else and in the she house was probably frightened oh the daughter was so she's probably so scared like mm. what is going on i'd be again we fighting
0: yeah no i i can totally agree with that i can get behind it
1: that's pretty cool i mean i i would be curious to know what the smell was exactly like right like, could you explain it yeah like what a, do you like mean a, foul smell yeah what do you
2: mean foul is it like rotting flesh, fowl, or are you smell just talking sulf, sulfur? I thought, I would think sulfur. When I think of fowl like, I immediately rotten think rotten like But to me, that, yeah. that
0: would mean, to me that signifies something demonic versus mm,
2: just something mad. You get
0: that mad. from
1: watching Supernatural. Maybe. Landfill. But, yeah,
0: come on, if you if you smell sulfur, what is, what is your initial thought process?
1: Landfill. Rotten eggs. You just think rotten, rotten eggs.
0: eggs. You don't think that no. that's a, a demonic no. smell no you just smell uh, i i think matches. that like
1: a little bit in the back of my head but i don't know if that's real i've never researched that i've heard it on supernatural the show the television right. show that if you smell sulfur it's demonic but i don't know if that's based yeah. in fact
2: no well i we don't know that i think well i guess i guess you're worse. thinking
0: brimstone yeah versus which is, sulfur
2: which is a little different still what's brimstone smelling like? oh
0: how, uh, how do you how do you it is
2: sulfurish
0: yeah yeah it's the same foul stench smell it's very similar to sulfur i get them i get them confused but that's but that's typically fire and brimstone that's the devil mm-hmm. fire and brimstone right right so you can kind of it's smell scary. him coming right so when i hear something that says it's a foul odor uh, that to me is inherently bad it's not something that's good to me a good smell if i smelled lavender or i smelled roses and my or my grandma knew my grandmother wore that kind of perfume mm-hmm. those are are good and comforting smells and if i smell something foul I, I immediately connotate something terrible with that
2: what if it's the spirit of a black bear i told mom this okay black bears you can smell they're from a, a really far away like a mile away you can smell a black bear they smell similar to a skunk. And their, their scent travels. What if it is a black bear?
0: A black bear in the house? Or yeah. just a black bear outside the house? Both. What are you talking about right now?
2: <laughs> I'm telling of you course, this. <laughs> of course
0: a black bear stinks. It's it living smells in like the, a skunk. It's living in the
2: woods. No, but other bears don't smell like that. Mm. It's just black bears. What if it's the spirit of a black bear? Uh, you know.
1: Obviously not, because the clairvoyant came in and told them about Charlie. Clairvoyants can be... We don't know that, okay? I think it's, co- it's super coincidental that...
2: They both independently it, that called is, that it Charlie, is, yeah. and then she said Charles. That is interesting. Native American, ready? Their persona is a black bear.
0: Oh, you're you're pulling it out now. I'm reaching. You're hitting that Utah. You're hitting that Utah, hitting that Utah
2: button. Yeah. 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 Utah, in, think they, of the land. Mm-hmm. Where are they at right now?
0: Well, absolutely, I'm a firm it, believer in the land. It's they the land. didn't
2: say what race Charlie was. True. true. They didn't say what Charlie looked like. True. true. Charlie just had a daughter maybe it was like the chief's daughter maybe he was the chief Could be. how been. do you know that maybe in the afterlife well, he said i ni- want to be a black bear
1: in the 1900s though i mean
0: yeah there's there, there wasn't, wasn't much left
1: yeah there wasn't much the but
0: again i just think going back to the previous episode i think that it's it's the ground and sometimes the ground has a certain mm-hmm. electrical field electrical charge whatever it may be and it allows these things to manifest because i think that Spirits need energy, and you've historically heard that. You know, if something, if it's a hot room and suddenly it goes cold, it's because it's sucking that energy to manifest itself. Maybe some places are more charged that way. They have those different or ley lines, and and they have that. Maybe
1: Charlie created it by the fighting.
0: Because oh yeah,
1: charged that energy up by getting them to fight, and that's how he would manifest. He used them as little batteries. Yeah, he
0: used them as batteries to charge himself up. Mm -hmm. I mean, because. If one of us is having a bad day or one of us is emotional, Stella knows it immediately. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, yeah, Stella's our She dog. will
0: she will Stella is our dog. She will come to us immediately if if something occurs. She does. Uh, and we're emotional, either we're angry or sad, she knows it from across the room. Mm-hmm. She does. That's odd. She so bumping so, her so there's definitely something pepper. Yeah, there's something there. There's something there. Yeah,
1: there's definitely something like that. that we put out
0: that we don't see but the dog can pick we don't up on see,
1: it but maybe we feel i can feel when people in the room are upset or there's
2: an well, energy sometimes you them. just get weird vibes from people and you're like mm. yeah you can feel especially it. if you just meet someone and suddenly you're like oh no you mm. get like a gut feeling this person is bad yeah. hey
0: um public service announcement if you meet someone and your gut tells you they're bad they're, they're bad. bad all right don't try to entertain m- that rationalize Oh, I'm just I'm just being irrational. They're bad. Your yeah. gut is almost never wrong. If you feel if you meet somebody and they feel weird to you, they're weird. Better safe. move than sorry. on. And especially
2: yeah. it's it'd be great if you met them with somebody else and you ask the same thing, Did they feel weird to you? Because if more than one person s- says they felt weird, they're weird.
0: Yeah, has nothing to do with Jay, but uh, <laughs> no, just that's just all. a public service announcement.
2: Just energy. We're just talking about energy. That's
0: right. But uh, thank you so much, Jay, for allowing us to to share your story. I know that the princess here is very interested in foul smells. Those things I- excite her. She was just talking to me the other day about the foul smells, right? Yes. You believe in that kind of stuff. Oh,
2: yeah. I believe in that so much more than I believe in things getting cold. Okay? Because cold spots, I feel like, can just happen. Where if What if you're somewhere in your air conditioning? It just comes on. Oh, no. I'm in a cold spot. But if you don't have air conditioning? Oh, no. What if I'm in a cold spot? You know, he in travels middle of up. In the summer. Right. Right. He travels up.
1: What if your attic's cold and you have no air conditioning?
0: It's odd. It's a
1: little
2: odd, but it's maybe it's just well-insulated.
0: Yeah, I mean, those things are open to interpretation. They're, they're, it's open to yes. interpretation.
2: Smells seem weird to me. And you can usually tell what a smell is. You can usually tell, like, oh, that's a skunk. That's a black bear. Okay? But if a if random sulfur is in your house, a random brimstone, that's an issue. Yeah. That's a ghost.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't disagree.
2: Especially if it moves around the room. Like someone's walking.
0: Yeah, if if the smell travels. Yes. Because I I can find a smell in our kitchen by the sink all the time.
2: (laughs) Right. But
0: if that smell travels to your bedroom, then there's a problem.
2: That's an issue. That's a problem. Yeah.
0: Okay. A second story here today is from Danielle Woods, also from the Our Old Haunted House Facebook page. She says, okay, I think I'm ready to share one of my stories, the scariest one. I'm a retired flight attendant. We are always told to be very cautious of people entering your room. There had been several flight attendants raped over the years from this. Oh, wow. She starts off terrifying me right away. Right. Um, Nothing paranormal there, just scary. Mm -hmm. That being said, one night I was asleep. My hotel room had to be pitch black, so I would rig the curtains so no light could come through. I couldn't sleep if there was any light whatsoever. It was around 4 a.m., and I was laying on my side facing the wall sounds asleep the bed had enough space for someone to walk between the bed and the wall the wall was the bathroom wall from where I was sleeping I would have to cross that path to get to the door to get out so right. she has to pass
2: so her bathroom she has here? to go by her bathroom if she wants to leave the hotel room. okay right.
0: okay that was a I was trying to <laughs> it was difficult for. yeah you. I was trying to get that sentence out <laughs> suddenly I opened my eyes don't know what made me open my eyes but there, standing next to my bed, was a man wearing a baseball cap, a red flannel shirt, with white button-down snaps. I could not see his face or his legs. I was so scared. My first thought was, well, someone snuck into my room, and it's my turn to get attacked. I thought, is this a shadow? So I turned over to look at the nightstand to see if there was anything casting a shadow. Nope, the room was still pitch black. Couldn't even see the outline of the lamp. I turned back over, and he was still just standing there. Oh my god. Rationalize. I spoke to him. My voice was shaking so bad. Who are you? What do you want? He didn't respond, didn't move. So I thought, okay, I'm not going down without a fight.
2: Mm-hmm, Her hands are is. E for everyone. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: She goes, I'm not going down without a fight, and the neighboring room will hear me scream if he attacks. So I decided to run crossing his path to get to the door. I jumped and ran, watching him the whole time. He didn't move, didn't even watch me run. I got to the door and had to fumble to find the latch to unlock the door. I couldn't find it in my panic and the darkness, so I reached back and threw on the light switch, opened the door and ran out into the hallway. Before the door closed, I realized he didn't come after me. So I stopped the door, because she's incredibly brave. Her mind. Right?
2: I could never.
0: Stopped the door, crept back in, and peeked around the corner. Lights were on. No one there. Now she wants to go back to her description. Baseball cap, red flannel shirt, and white button-down snaps. So she she got a good look at him in the room. But the room was pitch black. Mm -hmm. How would I have been able to see that detail? exactly. So now she says she can no longer sleep in a dark room. That was approximately nine years ago, and she still shakes When she talks about it.
2: It just sounds like he was there doing like a nightly routine. Mm -hmm. And he didn't even know she was there, obviously. Right. He probably couldn't see her at Mm -hmm. all in his plane. And it's just more of a, well, I got to do this again for the 90 millionth time. Mm -hmm. But he
0: had enough strength to create his own light. I mean, I'm sorry. If you're in a completely... That's sick. If you're in a completely dark room...
2: That's angel energy.
0: Right? You You created your
2: own light, sis.
0: I mean, it, it it takes energy. To, to be seen I think if, mm-hmm, if not yeah. we would see them every day all day uh, It takes energy to be seen and he had enough energy maybe
1: there's something to be said for doing
2: it over and over and over again that the energy becomes stronger mm-hmm do you think maybe she did she know anyone maybe that that was significant or like a ball cap and a red flannel maybe that again somebody was like just watching over her I mean that sounds did to somebody me, pass that, she that knew? sounds like so so hyper specific. Like a ball cap and red flannel. Mm-hmm. That sounds so specific. With white snaps. I feel like why would she... That also sounds very 70s. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And I did want to say in the post, post script, in the comments of her story, she did mention that this was in Utah. Again, so both mm. both stories today are in Utah. Uh, That's she's typical in a, dress in a, Utah. A, a, motel, <laughs> a motel in Utah. Yeah, I mean, it, that to me sounds like what you would tip, stereotypically think of as kind of a, an over-the-road truck driver or mm-hmm. somebody who may frequent those places to, to, to rest sleep. or to sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, they stop into a hotel to rest while they're, they're on the road for 24 hours. That's the first impression I Ooh, got. That's the room he from, passed away in. From the description of the person, from the location, and and being in the motel, that was the first thing I thought of was this is somebody who maybe drives for a living. Mm-hmm. Frequent there. Frequent, you know, it has to stop there on the, on the road, heart attack, whatever, dies yeah and this is murdered whatever who knows but this is a repetitive occurrence Mm -hmm. this person comes in and sit and stands there but maybe it was more it doesn't necessarily have to be violent i'm just thinking where where's the energy coming from where's the energy to manifest coming from
1: i'm just saying the repeat of yeah doing it over and over and over a lot of those looping just creates its own energy from being repetitive Mm -hmm. depending on what time this was and that shirt sounds like the 70s you've
2: been doing this for 30 years
1: yeah
0: yeah
2: well energy is neither created nor destroyed so he's probably just using some that just happened to be there and again it's a completely dark room so you Mm -hmm. have to think like where's this current energy coming from so it would have to be her she's still warm and alive so he's probably feeding off her, and he thought, "Well, it's really dark in this room. I'm gonna brighten it up a little bit." See, that's what I think. Maybe he's like, "I, I can't see. It's dark in here. I'm just gonna kind of zoom."
0: Or maybe that's what <laughs> brought her awake. Yeah, as maybe that's was, why she wakes up. Maybe it wasn't. I just wake up for no reason. You woke up because your body realized that you were being drained.
2: You were yeah. literally—he was—he was catting. He was being a cat to you mm-hmm. right now. He was stealing your breath
0: standing over you taking it and how many times i wonder how she
2: felt after the next day like were you extremely tired yeah that's a
0: good question yeah but how many times how many stories how many times do you hear that story you hear that story oh yeah where where you wake up and somebody's standing over you right why are they standing over you are they taking your energy are they stand? is that the way they can they're able to manifest
1: that's a good question for lauren because she stood over me a lot as
2: a child <laughs> but i didn't know i was doing that
0: were you stealing our energy
2: well form? i mean it was more i was working up the courage to say mom i threw up in my pillow kind of thing <laughs> 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 It was
0: more, <laughs> mom i don't feel good
2: because yeah. after you That's say those exact words mom
1: i don't feel good and then you'd throw up on me it's
2: because ex- i try not to say those words because as soon as i say mom i don't feel good i have to throw up <laughs> It's a it's a primal reaction. Okay,
0: <laughs> you've made it. You've you've put it out there in the universe. It right. has to happen now.
2: But now I thought of the time because apparently you guys say astral project. And I, I really I felt firmly that. Believe I really that did you feel did that. As a ch- uh, yes,
1: for
0: for those of you who are listening, there was more than one occasion when we would be sleeping in our bedroom. This is in a different house. This is not the same house we live in now. This is in a house we lived in in Ohio. More than one occasion where I woke up in the middle of the night, and said, what do you need, Lauren? What do you want, Lauren? Before you even open your eyes. Before you, you know even open your eyes because there. you know that she was there. So more than once, you, I have found myself saying that in the middle of the night and feeling her there. She was there. It wasn't, I thought you were there. It wasn't a a, a sweat dream. It wasn't some weirdness. You were there. You well, both felt it.
1: it. Coincidentally, I, at the time... <laughs> Pete, this was right before Pete had his nose fixed, so he was mm-hmm. a huge snorer, like a freight train snorer. So I would go downstairs and sleep on the couch, and coincidentally, we would say in the morning, I'd be like, I felt Lauren, you know, mm-hmm. ne- next to me on the couch, and she wasn't there, and he would say the same thing, like, oh my God, I felt her in my room last night.
0: Yeah, I mean, I am a firm believer that
1: so that child definitely you traveled
0: <laughs> without traveling. And again, that's a whole nother... Yeah, because nother- a lot
2: of times I would go check on you after that just would happen, to see. just to make sure you. Just were to make still sure my soul didn't leave my body in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, I, just well, to make sure I didn't die. It's true
1: because you do. You were born with a heart condition, so I am a little overprotective. So yes, I would go check and make sure you were breathing.
2: Yes, because like if you feel my soul. Well, I don't know if it's your, your soul, but I feel you if, for sure. Yeah, if you feel me next to you, right? Yeah. You either think one of two things: she's dead. First of all, and she's just coming to say bye, or, you know, she's just you know casually astral projecting. It's a We figured thing. it was you were astral projecting because it happened a lot. For the people at home that don't know, what is astral projecting?
0: Uh, from my understanding of it, is essentially you are having an out of body experience. You are traveling your essence, your spirit, your mind, whatever you want it to, however you want to pose it. Aura. Your aura. It's your aura. You are, and some people think that. If when you are sleeping here, if you feel like you are in someone else's dream, you may actually be in living in someone else's reality at that point, or you may be, be sharing someone else's consciousness at that...
1: And to that point, really quick, do you remember what I asked you when you were little? Yeah. When like, this what happened? did you dream
2: about? I was like, yeah, do you remember your, your dream? And I am always like, yeah, Like I'm always like somebody else.
1: <laughs> yeah, she always used to tell me, she would tell me about going to school and stuff, but but she knew she was a boy.
2: I was, like, always a teenage boy, or mm-hmm. I was some weird girl who didn't speak English or something like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, so she, always on these nights that she was somewhere else you're in our casual. house, she was, she would, I would always mm-hmm. ask her her dreams, and she was always
2: somewhere else in the world or she was somebody else. It still happens. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, well, I'm somebody else. Like, I know I'm not me, but I am at the same time. Like, I maybe know you're I'm physically a, not me. you're a skin. Ew, what if I was? <laughs> I'm kidding. What if I am the thing I am scared of?
0: <laughs> I just think that there are exceptional human beings in the world. And by, and by exceptional, doesn't mean that they're overly amazing. It just means they have something different than others. And, and I do think that we all have unique energy. Some of us can, can move that energy. Some of us can can project that energy somewhere else. Some of us can think we are someplace else and be there. <laughs> but all I know is... I felt it all I know is it was real I oh, know yeah. I know when you are in the room I know when Sam is in the room mm-hmm. physically you yeah, know I've be always s- been
1: really good at that yeah
0: yeah I know where you are as a parent especially I think parents have a have a connection with children uh, the, the time we were in I, Hilton I know Head. I
1: do I've been I've gone to the
2: school to pick her up because I've known she's sick before she's even told Go- me she's sick. right oh my goodness there was one time in elementary school i literally remember going to the office i went and i called you and you didn't pick up because i walked out and you were just walking into the school i felt mm-hmm. like i just saw was wrong her and her. i was like what are you doing here did you get my call and you're like no did you call me i was like i just felt like something was wrong with you are you okay and I was t- like, no.
0: parents have a connection with their children that's real that's palpable you you know it You know, I I go back to that situation in Hilton Head when when our son Sam was about nine, and he walked out of our house. He just walked out of the rented house that we had. We were down at the beach at the moment. Well,
1: he was supposed to be watched by my brother. Well,
0: we're not going to point fingers at this point. We're not going to point fingers at at the brother who (laughs) took a nap and left the nine-year-old by himself. What we are going to say is the rest of us were at the beach at the moment. He did not want to go to the beach at that time, but then he decided after, maybe after Uncle John went to bed. And nobody was around. Nobody was around. I would like to go to the beach. So he walked out of the house, and he didn't know where the beach was, so he just started to walk around. He started just walking around. And so when we got back, he's missing. He's gone. And, you know, we're in Hilton Head, and we're losing our mind. Mm-hmm. And because I,
1: I'm thinking he walks right into the ocean and drowns. Wa- who
0: knows where he walks? Who knows <laughs> where he walks? got
1: snatched immediately, because he was a cute kid.
0: But <laughs> they all start to, to go and search for him. I ran down to the beach. And so I wa- I ran down to, to the beach, and I'm looking at the ocean, Okay. I can go left. I can go right. I turned to the left to start to go that way. And I just thought to myself, he's not that way. He's not there. I turned to the right and just started running to the right. And I shit you not there. He is. He's, I see him in the distance and I saw him so far away and he was a nine year old boy. He was about knee high. (laughs) I I saw him so far away and I knew it was him from half a mile away. I could tell it was him Mm -hmm. and I sprinted to him and you cannot't tell me that that's just not apparent feeling you know you reach you put those feelers out and you yeah. reach for them and you say, "Where are you?" and that's what I did to him that day. I walked down to the beach I, I shit you not and I and I looked into the ocean, I looked left, I looked right, I said, "Where are you?" and he told me where he was I found him and and mm-hmm. so I, I totally believe that you were moving you would be you have that energy um It's a little overbearing occasionally, (laughs) but you have that ability, I think.
2: And it's true that really only parents can feel that with their kids because Aunt D walked around the (laughs) island. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, forever, Aunt (laughs) D. She was not going to give up. (laughs) She walked around the island forever trying to find Sam when we had him for like a half an hour. We had him for like two hours. Two hours. Oh yeah, she was lost.
1: She had to get brought home by Mm -hmm, the cops. mm -hmm. She got lost on a two mile island in Hilton Head. She was probably only gone
0: for about. 15 minutes we found him i I found him within
1: but my sister was not going to give up that is for sure she was in fact to the point where we were so excited we had sam we forgot that delana went and looked for him it was hours later right we had already ordered pizza and everything and like suddenly i think it was when we were all sitting down to eat and get pizza we're like where's delana we're like oh my god she's not back yet so she's still looking she's
0: still out there looking she was canvassing.
1: Which, yeah. like, she She's a good aunt. She doesn't have that intuition. She but did not she have She's not feeling. gonna give up. That's, she, it's cute. It, it was it was super odd. <laughs> she would've done anything.
0: That was that was awesome. That was hysterical. It was hysterically funny because we had him for hours, and then she finally called. I don't know where I am. It's like, what, are you, where you where, <laughs> what? Where have you been? Where? What? What have you been walking? Are you still up? looking for Sam? Yeah, she just, uh, she just kind of took it on herself. She goes, I'm going this way. And boom, she was gone.
1: I had to stay at the house because I was on the phone with 911 and they asked me to stay there in case he came back, which I hated. Where was I? I absolutely, you were with me. Okay. So and yeah. I absolutely Yeah, it. Yeah, you, were, you it.
0: were very young. You were like four, no, five, six maybe.
1: eight, I'll she was sh- like, six. like six. She was six. Or seven. <laughs> no, you were six. I, I now have pictures of that trip. You guys were six and eight.
0: But, you know, so, so I, I ran to the beach. I had him within like three minutes of when I went to the beach it was immediate I went down there and I reached for him yeah I mean I, was still I on just the phone reached
1: for 911 him. and I was like oh gosh here comes my husband with him so
0: yeah I mean it was the it was the most supernatural it honestly it was one of the most supernatural things that's ever happened to me because I I honestly I opened my I feel it I felt like I opened my heart and said where are you and I looked to the left and I looked to the right and I saw him on the right so
1: He's about to cry. Oh my God! Are you okay?
0: I mean, it's it's, it's true. It's I'm serious. Aww. I reached for him and I said, well, "Where are you?" And, and and oh, I God, found him. And he no, was there. He's
1: crying. No, no, no. no. No, no, no.
0: I'm just uh, I'm just affirming that uh, as a parent, you you have you have that feeling. So, mm-hmm. m- to take it back real quick to to Danielle's story, maybe this person or maybe all of these people that when we see them standing over us that's what they're doing you know they're they're kind of drawing that energy they're drawing that from you mm-hmm. to manifest themselves and and to you know to continue and to be because i think i don't know i i want to continue i want to personally continue as long as i can continue uh, i don't want it to be over maybe some of those people are in the same boat
1: yeah i think especially if if your your death is a surprise like a heart attack yeah or yeah, yeah something like along those lines
0: for sure
2: you definitely feel like you were shortchanged <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: i can agree with that 100
2: which is why you think oh i don't have I'm, i have unfinished business like living like, <laughs> yeah right like every Everybody's day he's like what's your unfinished business and they're just like living Dude, yeah every day is my unfinished business this <laughs> isn't fair like this is why this hmm, and this is it gets a little blurry when you get to like kids mm-hmm. as ghosts because demons present themselves as kids a lot of times that's what they say most times usually
0: well because they're less threatening it's so Mm -hmm. much
2: less threatening but no it's not because (laughs) if i saw a child okay in my room demon and again these hands (laughs) for everyone and i don't have an age limit i will throw down (laughs) with an (laughs) eight-year-old Don't so. throw down with a three-year-old. There's no age limit. Some random, it, it could be some random kid like walking to my house, being like, "Oh my god, I, I, I'm lost," and I'd be like, "You're a demon," and start wailing on, and be like, "Wait, wait, <laughs> I can touch you. I'm so sorry." <laughs> I'm gonna have to find your mom now.
0: If a child's in your, if a child's in your house, I'm sorry. You don't just wander off the street, child.
2: How did you get in my house? How did you get there? And especially 100. Like, first, I would have to like look at this kid speak to it yes okay and if it doesn't respond
0: or if it responds in a weird way i'm sorry a weird unnatural way
2: gone that kid is gone you're gonna
0: taste the back of my hand child
2: exactly not even that okay i'm throwing i'm throwing stuff (laughs) i'm throwing it immediately all the pillows are off my bed at this point just to see if it'll go through
0: oh i I used to i I used to have a really weird dream when i was a kid it was a reoccurring dream when i was a kid uh it was a reoccurring nightmare i had i don't know maybe a dozen times I would be coming home from school but it's dark it's night but I was always coming home from school I was in elementary school and I was coming up to my house and I had a house which we didn't have a house we had a we had an apartment but I was coming into this house and it looked like an old you know worn out abandoned mansion looking but that was my house and so I walk in and all everything's dark it's always dark uh, I walk up to the stairs to go up to my room because my room is upstairs as I look upstairs there's a glow there the was a glow on the landing and then all of a sudden that glow moved and then there was a, a light at the top of the stairs standing there a lighted figure at the top of the stairs mm-hmm. and I'm looking at it and then I always look down I always look down at my feet and there was a rock on the floor and I would always pick up the rock and throw the rock mm-hmm. up towards the light and then all of a sudden the rock is coming back at me oh. and then I always wake up right as the rock is about to hit me I had that dream reoccurring all the time it was like my uh, it was like I was fighting whatever it was I was throwing a rock at it because you, you just triggered me when you said I would be throwing things at it because mm. that was my reoccurring nightmares that I would see this whatever this was at the top that's of the a stairs test
2: and you weren't supposed to throw the rock probably not? not at some point you were supposed to walk up the stairs no because maybe. that means you're divergent and they don't want that in their tests you know in divergent when they're like you got to do one thing or the other you're diverging
0: maybe. <laughs> My first thought was to throw a rock at it. My first thought was not to but go up and you see. It gave
2: me the Dauntless. rock. Was there. It gave
0: me the rock to do something with it, and I used it. That's I threw it.
1: That's literally the test and direct But it happened like so many times.
0: And I kept doing the same thing. Right. I never, <laughs> I never changed. <laughs>
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: Eventually, that rock's going to hit home, is what I was thinking.
1: See, eventually, I'm, I would have. No, left I don't know what I was thinking. At some point, and I was to see what was it. I, I had if it's no a choice. a glowing figure. Why did it feel threatening?
0: Uh, I was, I was afraid of it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. It didn't, it didn't do anything threatening to me. It was just you, you know how you, it was like somebody with a flashlight, you know, so at the top of the stairs, you just saw a warm glow initially, and then it got brighter and brighter and brighter, and then the, the light came in and stood at the top of the stairs, so, so that, that doesn't scare me, well that scared, scared, it scared me, it scared me because the whole context of everything that else that was going on, Yeah. it was a dark house, it right. was night time, mm-hmm. the house shouldn't have been dark, I was it's worried about it, it's
1: a dark world, it. and that's your savior, and instead of letting it save you, you threw a rock at it, hey you gotta save yourself sometimes maybe that's what it was saying i don't know here's your rock save yourself wake up
0: i don't know <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, you know maybe that's what it was but but that just it just reminded me of that when you talked about yeah. doing that
2: that's like one of my worst fears though but yes. i can com-
0: mm. i completely get
2: um i like how she went off the rails over there when i was talking about divergent because <laughs> that's what it sounds like they're giving you a test okay and they're trying to see what what fraction you're in you're dauntless Oh, that's, okay. Dads don't you look. Is that threw good? A rock. Right. Yeah, because they're they're crazy. What am I? I would go up and see the thing.
0: Yeah, you were you're the probably. Uh, you're probably. Uh, what was the ones that farmed?
2: Divergent. No, you're not divergent.
0: What was the ones that farmed? That was her mom, right? She was the farmer.
2: No, no, no they were abnegation. they were in abnegation, abnegation. which is selfless. That's no, not that's me. Not so her. that's not her. That's definitely not her. What about um Amity? She's, You'd be yeah. Amity. She's
0: Amity. She's the one that just says whatever the hell comes to her mind and doesn't think about it
2: you're not, also that's not amity no
0: yeah it was, uh, was another can- one that was candor yeah, that's candor that's who you are
2: candor yeah. is like super like weird and smart it's and funny it's that Kandor. in the book christina was candor so, of mm-hmm. course
0: i i'm telling you that's that's
2: we're talking about divergent right I know. Let's it's real about. fyi that's movie can spoiler I tell you what i'm scared of yes real quick in my room that i think would be the most frightening thing of my entire life if it happened and i feel like it might
1: let's just say this about your room oh, also God. lauren has a lot of things that we have bought antiquey and thrift Mm -hmm. store like so it's not unusual for her to have weird experiences in there in my opinion it's not could
2: have possibly haunted objects oh for sure I mean sometimes it does feel weird in my room sometimes it doesn't it just depends but I think my worst fear ever is to wake up and see something like shoulders and head looking at me like smiling Mm. above my bed because my bed is really tall so they would have to be like eight feet tall okay to see over my bed and still have their shoulders and like arms showing yeah that is my worst fear right now because oh my god because that means either they're eight feet tall or they're floating yes (laughs) and if you're looking at me which means you acknowledged me and now i've acknowledged you what are we gonna do with this are we gonna stare no. Because I'm going to stare. You're going to throw hands. Oh, absolutely. If that if that happened, I'm up and I'm gone.
0: Yeah, because I can put my head over your your bed, but I don't...
2: You can't put this no, part no, over. No, it's not
0: my chest. It's My head's over.
2: I mean, I'm so talking. So I could give
0: you a weird, creepy grin.
2: I swear to God, if I wake up, you're <laughs> actually going to get... Your notes will be broken. That's not a joke, because my automatic reaction is to swing. Oh.
0: Well, I never even get to your bed. By the time I open the door, you're already... Awake. winging over the side looking at me
2: she does i do <laughs> immediately because i can tell with you just don't sleep very well no and i can the I door can, squeaks too dude i can hear things walking across my carpet like if i'm sleeping it, i'm not sleeping but if i'm like sitting there trying to sleep like i just that's why i put things over my head because if i don't i can hear things like walking on my carpet or i can just hear things like my water bottles are moving even though mm-hmm. i haven't touched them I'm like, oh, ho, 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 ho. I'm just going to put my stuffed animal over my head so I don't hear this, mm-hmm. so I can go to bed. Maybe that's why I'm so uneasy at all times. Also, I think it's more of an anxiety thing, and so I'm alert at all times. Mm-hmm. I just have to be. <laughs>
1: She doesn't want anything to steal her light. Everyone. Literally
2: no nothing.
0: Uh, no, I'm, I'm with you, 100. percent Your
2: dad's the same way. He's I'm totally up with you. Before
0: I have, I have, I have literally jumped up,
2: fighting. <laughs> you came into the office the other day ready, to, ready to pop me, because I was in, I was in here, and I was uh, playing The Sims, and like it was like 12, uh-huh. it was like midnight, and you walk in ready to fight. You came in like squared up, and I, I was like, I don't know dude. What was going on what are you <laughs> He was like oh i thought someone broke in I'm like <laughs> i'm like how hey how right you here? know
0: what i have a lot of uh i have a lot of people to protect in the house so yeah i, I get antsy
2: mm-hmm. you just walked in you didn't even you didn't even walk in a fury either you just kind of like popped your head around the corner i was like oh hey it's like mm-hmm. what are you doing <laughs>
0: no doubt well thanks Sorry. again to danielle and to jay mm. we appreciate allowing us to, to read your stories online Hopefully, if uh, if you have any additional feedback, you can obviously contact us. We do have a "Prove Me Wrong" email account. It's prove me wrongcast at gmail.com. For everyone else, you can also contact us through our "Prove Me Wrong" Facebook page. You can like the page. We will post uh, the most recent episodes as they become available. You can also find us on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. You can subscribe to any of those services and uh, and like the page. They are all linked, and the most recent episodes will be um, populated there. Again, if you have any questions or any concerns, always feel free to provide some feedback. We enjoy the feedback, and uh, if you have any good stories of your own, we may put those on future podcasts as well. I'd like to
1: hear stories, if anybody has any stories from around the world.
2: From
0: just different countries? Yeah, different
2: countries. Or like a a cultural thing. Say, I'd love to hear if somebody has an experience with La La Llorona, because I'm so scared of her. I'm so scared of La Llorona. I have no idea why she's not even in this part of the world. Okay. She, well, she has been in this part of the world, but she's not in Florida. That's is, not a thing.
0: So is that like Bloody Mary for Central America?
2: Oh my God. Have you never heard of La Llorona?
0: Never. Never heard. Go ahead. Give us.
2: I'll give you the basic rundown real quick. Okay. So she basically um, murdered her children and drowned them in the, in the water. There's multiple reasons to why there's mm-hmm. like different, it depends where you come from as to why she did it. Um, But usually, mostly, that means she walks around just maybe usually by water, sometimes in just neighborhoods in, like, California and New Mexico, obviously Latin America, stuff like that. And she just screams and cries, and it's just the worst thing you've ever heard in your life. It's like blood-curdling cries, right, outside your window and stuff like that for her children. Mm -hmm. She's like, misios! And you're like, oh my god. Oh, my God. If uh, Usually, sh- sometimes she can be a threat. Again, it depends where you come from. Either she's only a threat to her family, or she can be a threat to you. Like, that's usually what Hispanic parents are like. Stuff like that.
0: She's kind of like the boogeyman for them.
2: She, yeah, they're like, you better do this, or You like, don't know going to come and take you away. She's going to drown you. Oh. Nice. But a lot of people have said that they've seen her. Like, it's a real thing.
0: Well, we would be very interested to hear any of those stories. So she'll
2: be in the Creature Podcast.
0: She'll be in the Creature Podcast. We are looking to have several different versions of the podcast. Uh, supernatural creatures. I know we talked previously about skinwalkers. Uh, skin uh, if you've seen anything that, that you would classify as a skinwalker or a windingo or or, or a
2: black-eyed child. Black-eyed
0: child. Because there's
2: a lot of encounters of black-eyed children. Yeah. Or if you've Oops. caught
0: something on your on your ring phones or your or your security cameras at home that you're not quite sure what those are. Ooh. We're interested in all of those stories. Those things are all something we want to put on the podcast. Uh, please contact us and let us know, and and we'll make sure to get that on. I think that that's there are so many things that fit into the paranormal that are beyond mm-hmm. just ghosts or spirits. So many things that we can't talk. You know. Um, Chupacabra. Chupacabra. As exa- you actually finished exactly what I was going to say. Chupacabra, <laughs> things like that. Bigfoot. Hell, have you seen Bigfoot? A yeti, Do uh, so you know a vampire? Do you know a vampire? Right. Werewolf. Uh, anything. Uh, we would love to talk about it. Love to hear your story. So this episode of Prove Me Wrong Podcast is brought to you by Zendo Zones Citronella Burners from JT Eaton. They're shaped like fearless little tiki gods and let surf and stand, Hawaiian Howie and Luau Lily Bring the islands to your backyard with Zendozone Citronella burners. Zendozones uses natural 3% citronella candles and incense cones. Perfect for patios, decks, backyards, campsites, poolside, and more. Enjoy the outdoors again. So get Zendozones, so they're available now on Amazon and at Ace Hardware. Collect them all today. So for Pete Christina and the princess, aka Lauren. Yeah. We'll talk great. to you again. Thanks again.
2: Bye!